This is one of those, I think, very interesting Gospels, a little confusing at times, but Jesus speaking in Aramaic says, be open, okay? That's what ephetha means. Now, we should all remember, well, you're not going to remember it because you were too young at the time, but each and every one of us have had the prayer of ephetha prayed over us because it's part of the baptismal rite. Now, if you are my age, 65, or older, there's a good chance that the priest spit and put it in your ears and mouth, because that was part of the ritual until the Second Vatican Council. Thank God for the Second Council. We're not spitting and putting it in children's ears anymore, okay? But it was that sense that we're living out that gospel. But the gospel was not for deaf people. The gospel was so that we would be hearing the voice of God in our daily lives. To hear the voice of God, to know where and when God is directing us in our lives. But we have to pay attention because our job is to spread the gospel message and you can't spread it if you don't hear it. If you don't hear what God's asking you to do, you'll miss the point. Let me give you, in my own personal life, a very painful situation where I saw this happen and it blew me away, okay? A number of years ago, I had a 14-year-old girl in the cathedral, and I was pastor of the cathedral at that time. Wonderful girl, freshman at Central Catholic, and everybody loved her, great child. On Thursday, she went to school. She was fine. On Friday, she said to her mom, I don't feel good. I don't want to go to school today. And her mother said, okay, stay home. On Saturday, she went to the hospital, and on Sunday, they shipped her down to the med center. She had an infection, and she had cancer. No one had ever in her family had anything like that, but there's Claire down at the med center. <clears throat> on Monday, all the priests of the diocese went on our convocation down at Brown County. On Tuesday, I got a call saying, she's not doing well and they think she's going to die. Can you get here? And I said, be there in about 45 minutes. Jumped in my car, drove to the med center, spent the day there with them, went home that evening, and the bishop said, you are gone. Where did you go? And I said, I ran to the hospital. And he said, you can't leave convocation. And I said, I have a 14-year-old student dying. I'm going. Okay, and he said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize. You know, and I said, yeah, I don't just blow you off for no reason. I had a good reason this time, you know. Then this time, yeah, being the key word, this time. Um, and the next day, they called again, and they said, this is it. And I went, and she died. Okay, 14 years of age. Just had her confirmation. Okay? I tell you that because the funeral, the wake had to be at Central Catholic High School Gymnasium because they knew that there were going to be hundreds and hundreds of kids come to this, and they did. And then the next day, we had the funeral at the cathedral, and we took the kids from the school so they could go to the funeral. And then we ended up at St. Mary's Cemetery. And at the cemetery, I was standing right up front. The parents, her mother was right here. The father was right there. The coffin was where it is. And on the coffin, there was this huge spray of flowers. Beautiful. And I glanced at it, and I thought, 
that is offensive. That is stupid. Who did that? Who did that? Because on the coffin was this butterfly. This like fake butterfly. You know how they, you can get those things to do that thing? It was bigger than my hands. Okay, it was bigger than my hands. This thing was huge. It was a monarch. It just kept going. And I looked over at the mother, and the mother kind of looked shocked at it. And then all at once, the butterfly flew away. It was real. Okay, it was real. And the mother just smiled, just smiled. And I went over and I said, are you okay? And she said, I'm wonderful. And I said, what has just happened here? And she said, the Friday when she didn't feel well enough to go to school, she said, you know, mom, what I've always wanted in my room was butterflies. And they went out and bought these decals, or the mother went out and bought decals of butterflies, and they put them all over her bedroom wall. And she said, when that butterfly, she, I, said, I hadn't seen it land. She said, when that butterfly landed there and stayed there and then left, I knew that was God's way of saying, I've got her back. See, but if we don't listen, if we don't pay attention, we miss the voice of God. That's what Ephatha is all about. We're supposed to keep our ears open, our eyes open, to see the hand of God in our daily life. And I promise you, he works in your life much, much more than you realize. A lot of times, we, a lot of times I miss it. I'm, I'm paid to watch for it, you know. Big bucks here, you know, big bucks, yeah. But the challenge is, we have to be watching. We have to be listening. We have to have our mind open and our heart open to do the will of God in our daily life. His will for us is not always going to be easy, but it will always make us stronger, better people of faith. So on this feast of this day, of this Sunday, when we say Ephatha, it says be open. And let us all be open to not just our own needs, but to the needs of one another and to the needs of the church so that truly every single day we will never miss an opportunity to build God's kingdom here on earth. Why? Because our minds and our hearts are open to the goodness of our God. I believe